Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. There should be lighters in the air right now. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind that I practiced it in the bathroom before I just forget the fact that I practiced it. There should be like streamers yeah. that fall, like a happy birthday text. There should be balloons and streamers. Yeah, I'm thinking more like Groucho, you bet your life, where it's like, oh, oh you yeah. the, the duck comes down. The duck comes down with the money, yeah. 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 duck comes down and he's like, oh, you said the magic title of your own podcast. <laughs> How, would, would, we're both comedians. We're All three of us are comedians in here. My two guests are comedians. Peter John Burns. Hello. Peter John Burns there. And Cody Melcher. Hello. Two of my favorite people. In the world, oh, hey, you know, whatever. That's just that's the truth. <laughs> what? The whatever. Fight me. That's the truth. Yeah, you I can, love you. Fight me. You could sit there and go, you know, stop kissing. That's two of my favorite people right here in this room. Yeah. <clears throat> but are we in agreement that the Marx Brothers are one of those rare commodities that are not overrated? Like they, they, oh, yeah. just yeah. across the board. Yeah. Every accolade that they they garnered was spot on, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. If if anything, I think I think in the long arc of history, underrated. Like, I, think, I, I yeah. think I think they're not as revered in modern America as much as they should be, in my right. opinion. But Especially also, Groucho Marx is very fundamental to my life and career. But I would also I would say personally, Harpo Harpo does no, not Harpo's get the great. credit. Yeah. Yes. It seems like over time, Groucho has really emerged. I mean, he was always yeah. top dog of right. the group, but he's emerged to be, and the other three and four have kind of diminished. Right. Everybody knows Groucho. Not not everybody knows Harpo or Chico. Yeah. You know? Well, and Harpo was the one that was in the Algonquin Roundtable. Right. Yeah. I mean, he was the this smart is one. A, this is a renaissance man, really. I mean, yeah. Harpo. No, know. I agree. Harpo's great. Yeah, I'm just not a physical comedian. Yeah. So, but I, I, neither am I. But yeah. when I watch him, I... So He's let's good. start this podcast by just recommending Harpo Speaks. Or oh, just, sure. Just go sure. watch Animal Crackers. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, I, I will say... The Paramount years far superior to the MGM years. Yeah, I would, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. I would also yeah. say Chico is underrated as well. Uh, yeah, I agree with that too. I mean, I. Okay, that has nothing to do. <laughs> Welcome back to Mark's <laughs> Brothers conversation. Right. That has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about. It just. <laughs> it just. We kicked it off in a weird way, but whatever. <laughs> you know? I mean, if I was famous and yeah. people were expecting something, then I probably would yeah. delete and edit. But there's no need for that. <laughs> if, we're, if we're recommending stuff, let me also recommend yes. uh, the episode of You Bet Your Life with Jack Benny, uh, where he plays a fake character who's oh, trying to win I the actually, money. That's I know a, that episode. That's on YouTube. It's great. Yeah. And I, Jack Benny doesn't want to give up his age. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's and, a great Yeah, episode. And he's trying, to, he's trying to guess what the household item It's a household item is the word. And he's yeah. trying to guess it because he wants the, the money from the duck. He wants the money. And yeah. He keeps, and he, yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, my, my good friends uh, Peter John Burns and, and Cody Melcher are here. Uh, check out their podcast, just in case I forget to, to pitch that because I'm a horrible businessman. 
Uh, okay, what we're going to talk about today... <laughs> yeah, part of the horrible businessman is you could mention the titles of these podcasts. Well, <laughs> no, just check out their podcast. Is there a machine that Googles stuff? You I think Google. there is. <laughs> Tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. Yep. Uh, what's the, I've been on your podcast. It's fantastic. <laughs> this Week in this Despair. This Week in Despair. And by the way, do you mind me mentioning this, audience, listeners? Do you mind? Because you if you're a guest on Peter's, you get the best coffee mug that's ever yeah. been... You know, thrown on a clay wheel. <laughs> I should give you one of my coffee mugs. I'm sorry, I haven't. I would love that. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, I should have done that. I've been on. I've been on the podcast too. I got nothing. Yeah, you've been on Tomful. Yeah, yeah. Right. I yeah. got two bad complaint emails. <laughs> <laughs> I got two negative emails from being on your podcast. You got two. E- you even told me this. Yeah, I didn't tell you. I thought I forward them to you. No. I said uh, this again. What we're talking about right now has nothing to do with yeah. the item. We can talk about this later if you want. <laughs> this might this this might blow up into a discussion, but I'll tell you the negative things I got was I was trying to make the point that uh, the word feminism, which I consider myself a feminist, uh-huh. right? The word feminism, if we are successful, will disappear from the vocabulary because you don't name wow. Uh, the majority. I remember this argument. You don't. Yeah. If we're if eighty percent of us are feminists, then mm-hmm. we're going to name the twenty that aren't. And I suggest the word assholes. You know, uh, and I used as an example, uh, you know, John Brown, uh, abolitionist. Right. Nobody now. You're right. Nobody is an cl- abolitionist. Nobody. Good. Well, because it's been abolished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Succeeded. Declare, yeah. We're yeah. all well, the majority of us. Yeah. The majority there, of us are right. abolitionists. But there are a few people that are trying to roll it back right now. But then, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. there's the Congress. Walmart slavery right. rolling back, rolling right. back every day. So I just made that point, and I just not you know what I mean that w- the word feminist, f- feminism, and feminist will disappear if we're successful. And that both of the emails I got were, you don't know what you're talking about. You're a man. You should shut up. You, you're oh not, man. You know, yeah, you you shouldn't be allowed to even talk ah. about such things and learn, and I was just like, oh my god, that's hilarious, you know. That, we got such <laughs> wildly different feedback from that episode because I still talk yeah. about that episode all the time on the show because your episode is still the only episode that I get regular death threats from. See, from I the, just from bring that ri- kind of joy. from the men's rights activists. So right. It's weird that you got it on that side and I got it from like right. we're gonna we're gonna find you and murder you. We're gonna find you and murder <laughs> you. Right. <laughs> so we've teased that episode. <laughs> Do you have a title for that episode? Uh, it's the man. It's Tom Fullery, uh, the Manhood Academy with Stuart Huff. Yeah. That's what that episode was. So there you go. Yeah, Absolutely. the death threat generator. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had to create a fake Facebook account just so I could join the Manhood Academy as like an eighteen-year-old oh. from Georgia because they had threatened to to like reveal my address so people could kill me, and I had to go check and make sure that they hadn't actually done that wow. on the site. Yeah. Wow. I had to like go deep undercover and stuff for that one. Wow. Still a great episode. I love that episode. We spent the first like hour just talking about junk. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. It, it was fun. I yeah, we talked about antiquing. Yeah, yeah, which goes back into this podcast. So, so two men talking about their junk, <laughs> and you're surprised you got... <laughs> right. And we got, we got threats from the feminists <laughs> and the... <laughs> I can't imagine. Okay, wow. so we have Peter John Burns <laughs> and Gary Mitchell with us, <laughs> who is not about to move to Nashville. He's, he lives in <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> we need, we need I appreciate divert, you allowing me to, yeah, the deep undercover, yeah. Divert hate mail. Yeah, yeah. Send it, uh, yeah. Send it to Iowa. Yeah. Also, yeah, just send it to Iowa. Right. Just send it to Iowa in general. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it all gets sent when it's yeah. anyway. Just right. Cody um, Melcher, Iowa. Uh, okay. Now this first, we're uh, this first thing we're just here. I'm walking. I walk in, into a junk shop, right? Uh huh. And uh, Michigan. 
was where it was. I don't remember the Ooh, town. Oh boy, okay. I'm in Michigan. Good, okay. good state for junk, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. And, well, I get a little dodgy. Yeah. Lower or upper? Lower. Okay. I remember that. Okay. Because there is a de- isn't that interesting about Michigan? In my mind, I might not remember the town, but I know if I was Kalamazoo or Traverse City, I know general yeah. areas. I was in Upper Michigan, Lower Michigan. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem to okay. In Lower Michigan, I walk into a junk shop and I see this picture on the wall. Um, I'm very. Who's good with sizes? Um, <laughs> I'm bad with numbers. How? Oh God! Give me a size on this, Cody. What do you think? Height, width. Oh man. Okay. Um, it's a gorgeous <laughs> frame. This, this is, okay. is a framed so, picture. Yeah. So ju- yeah. So just the audience knows, I was just handed a very large picture uh, in like a in kind of a I don't I don't even know if this is real wood. Um, a very light wooden frame. Uh, with a with a that has like a circle kind of a cameo. Uh, this is the we. I feel I feel like I'm on like the weirdest version of Antiques Roadshow right now. Um, that if we're successful with this podcast, <laughs> everybody should feel thus. So it, okay. Um, twenty four inches two, long. Yeah, two, f- two 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 feet by a foot and a half. Pretty good size. Pretty yeah. good size picture. Yeah, yeah. And it's a large. It's, and then it's got like a it's got like an oval cut in there. Um, and so there, uh, God, uh, let me paint a picture for okay, you. Okay, Cody, this is you. Uh, this is, you've been waiting and you've been bred and you've been bred for this moment. Dig paint us you, a picture of that picture. Dig, if you will, a garden. <laughs> and then there's a wall in the background. <laughs> and, uh, and there. Oh, that was my favorite part. <laughs> dig, if you will, a garden. Yeah. Is anybody listening enjoying that as much as I just did? Well, it was also a double layered joke that the audience right. will discover as I continue explaining the, oh. the, the piece. Because so I that, thought it was just a Prince reference. It was, but yeah, all, okay. but it was a double layer Prince reference. Oh, I got it. Okay, thank uh, you. Sorry. You'll, you'll discover. I, this is an unfolding reference. Uh, so there's a <laughs> there's a, a dog. Wait, wait. Will you do me a favor? Will yeah. you back up and do that again? Dig, you, dig if you will. Garden. So dig if you will a garden. Thank you. And then in the background, there's a wall. And then there's a dog. A brick wall. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a brick wall with some stucco over it, but some of the stucco has come undone, so the brick is exposed. Okay. Uh, and then there's a dog sleeping on a blanket, and a girl, a young girl in the front, wearing a like a kind of a lace trimmed dress with a giant bow on the back, bow on the sleeves, bow in her hair. Um, very like young Victorian girl, young white Victorian, dress, yes. pink, pink bows. Uh, and she's like kind of going through flowers, putting, uh, and they look like, um, God, what are the garbage flower that everyone uses at weddings? Carnations. Carnations. Uh, so she has carnations. I, I like that Cody <laughs> yeah, has out. even that judgment was... on on flowers. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Cody, it's a, it's a crap flower. It's, yeah, it's carnation. A, it's yeah, a bad crap. flower. Yeah. Anyway, um, she's collecting them in a in a bouquet that she has not organized well, and um, <laughs> the uh, and then dig, in, dig if you will. <laughs> then in the background behind her is a is a young Victorian boy. Uh, who doesn't have his full pants, so he has not had his apprenticeship yet. Um, so he has short pants, breeches, right. if you will, and uh, and he's wearing long socks, of course, because you can't show your calves, and uh, a button-down long sleeve shirt, and he is digging a hole with a shovel. Dig if you will. Dig if you will, this shovel. Uh, and yeah, he's digging like a full-on large hole, and then just next to that, is, to the hole, is a cat, with a yellow bow around his neck, with <laughs> with eyes that look like it is startled by the selection the girl is making for the flower bouquet. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah, if I, I'll I, show it, to, I'll show it to Peter to confirm. Okay, I have nothing. I'm wrong. pretty sure that dog ain't sleeping. There you go. Oh, is the dog not sleeping? Yeah, the dog's the not only sleeping. Word in the, in that description that I differ with. <laughs> 
is the word sleeping. Yeah, your dog's not. Now sleeping. that you say it, you're right. I'm such a I'm such a sheltered child that I'm like, no, he's just sleeping. Yeah, he's, he's just, just sleeping, he's, Cody. Yeah, he's just he's, he's on a blanket. Just he's just having flush. a blush. Oh, you're so right. And now I'm so terrified. I don't. I have And I've turned it to Peter, and it, I don't want to turn it back around to look at it now that I know the yeah, dog. Yeah, it's not facing Cody. He's he's seen the truth. I, but I'm not going to look at the it. The Victorian children are <laughs> do you, burying, Peter. Do you want to hold it? They're burying a dead dog. And oh, the cat, God, this, I, oh. the cat did it. The cat is looking on with a guilty look. Oh, the cat to me looks like surprised by the girl's so? choice of flowers. Well, that, those I are would, garbage flowers. <laughs> like in Cody's mind, this this whole painting is about how horrid those yeah, flowers are. Those are tacky flowers for a funeral. For you a know, dog's tacky, funeral, uh, tacky for a wedding or a funeral. Yeah, yeah, they're just tacky flowers. Carnations, they're cheap. Okay, like give a little, put a little effort in here. Come on. Uh, you see this? You agree with me, Peter? You you see this as a dead dog? Yeah. That's a dead dog. No, I agree. Yeah. Now I wasn't because the You're flowers are for the funeral. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. I uh, I just yeah. L- l- look, no, I, no, 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 no. That's I, I love the fact that you said sleeping. Yeah, that makes me happy. I turned off Frankenweenie after the dog died. Okay, the original Frankenweenie mm. that Tim Burton did, like the the, the black and white live action one. Mm. The the minute the dog got hit by spoiler alert for Frankenweenie, the minute the dog got hit by a car, I turned it off. I was like, nope, can't do it. No, yeah. I don't care if there's a reclamation story. I can't do it. Pet cemetery, turn it off. Anytime anything dies, turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah, well. I don't watch horror movies. So you got to watch Old Yeller till the end. <laughs> you saw you saw eighty seven percent of Old Yeller. <laughs> that's, that's a that's a reoccurring complaint of Cody's. If you're going to kill an animal, let's do it in the first ten minutes. Because I hate to. <laughs> yeah, I don't want. I don't. I watched the whole movie for this. Yeah. I just hate to be teased the yeah. whole time and not know the. No, yeah, yeah you, old Yeller, where he's where he uh, starts grinning a lot and brushing his teeth at the very end. <laughs> yeah, it's a great movie. I love it. Yes. I love that movie. The sheltered boy that Cody Such is. Such a beautiful movie. So uh, uh, I'm I walking. I walking through this junk shop. I I glance over and I see the frame, and it's an interesting looking frame. It's yeah. right. I mean, it's, it's, in it's ornate. It's got uh, how put it ornamentation around this oval yeah. that's cut out, and then there are also uh, four uh, sprigs, I guess you'd say, of flowers pointing inward from the four corners to the oval. So, I mean, clearly it's a sort of funereal wow. frame as well. It, that's that's the way it hit me, too. I did not read this painting well at all. Well, but it's like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm flying blind here. I sure. really know nothing. about. We are, gonna, we are just going to take stabs in the dark and guess, and that's interesting to me, you know? Because I, I see this photo, I see the frame first. The frame drew my eye, right? Oh, look at that frame. And then I get closer, and then I see Victorian children. I see Victorian children. Yeah. And I'm looking at the frame, mm-hmm. okay? And then I it hit me. This is a funeral thing. This is like... Uh, yeah. And then, I, and then I zero in on this picture. These kids are burying a dog, a dead dog. And the cat. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just so I'm so sad for that dog. I know. I love that dog. And it's um, not a real dog. (laughs) It's a painting. Okay. Wow. It is my heart, Peter. The cat is looking guilty, right? (laughs) The the cat looks to me more shocked. Like that's what I was thinking. What the hell are you guys doing? Yeah. Why are you ruining my kill? Yeah. Or you know, 
Is this Why what you guys do? the time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I killed a bird earlier. I just left it, you know? Yeah. I, I killed the enemy, and you're you're going through this whole charade. Whatever. Go ahead, you weird Victorian children. I don't know if the cat would call them Victorian children, because if you're living in the Victorian age, you don't necessarily refer to the age as, as, a, as a historical I give cats event. more credit than humans. Fair enough. Okay. I saw that Garfield like uh, short movie where he went through the different eras, so right. I get it. Did you know that Garfield dies at the end of that one? Okay. Or did you turn it off? He had blocked that, Peter. He had blocked that. See, I think I got so thrown off by the painting because, as we all know, famously, no one ever died during the Victorian era. Right. It was because it was the gilded. Right. It was the gilded age. Right. So everything was good, and nothing bad happened in the Victorian era. So sure. I was just really thrown off by the concept of death because that was famously a time period where no one died. Yeah. Oddly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a it's a weird moment in history, but it's real and it existed definitely. Yeah. You're absolutely correct, Cody. Thank you. <laughs> no, and the, I mean the boy has an expression of. It's a weird. Ex- I mean. There are a lot of mixed signals here because the boy I agree, seems Peter. I agree. slightly resentful to have to be digging this hole. Like, can, why? Why am I having can to do I this? Look at this painting you're getting beside the doll. I don't think I read this well at all. I mean, I the boy's were, got, like he's halfway to a scowl. Oh, I think I read this as uh, this artist is not good at drawing faces. Well, that's also quite possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, let's well, be clear. This is not high art here. No, this is this no. is this is a dinner plate. Um, a dinner plate. Yeah, like a Victorian dinner plate. You know, okay, remember, okay. remember. The, <laughs> and I'm not having that dinner. <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, wait, remember, oh, there's a dead dog under here. If there was a set of dead pets dinner plate, <laughs> if you're listening and you own this, I'm interested in a barter. Yeah, no, I mean this is definitely like a haunted mansion elevator painting where it's like you see the boy in the garden and then it slowly reveals that he's digging a <laughs> hole and then it slowly reveals the dog dead. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no, that dog is dead. Oh, it looks like Wishbone. Oh, from the television show Wishbone. That—that's probably what they based Wishbone off of. They saw this painting. And I, said, I thought they based yeah. the painting off of Wishbone because again, he never died. See, this painting. See if anybody in the room agrees with me. Bizarre. I. W- yeah. W- why? I was. I. It. When I. I remember it clearly on the wall in the junk shop. Think and I'm thinking. Why would they paint a scene? Of children burying a pet. The, you usually see deer by a river. You see a rainbow over some carnet. You know? What? Did you see that there are words at the bottom of the painting? I did not. What does it say? It says, Death of Poor Fido. Does it really? It does at the very oh, bottom, right, right, at, the, right at the cusp of the uh, oval at the oh. bottom. Oh. Cody, if you need a minute. I, I need an you need hour. A you need an hour? <laughs> yeah, y'all talk amongst yourselves. We'll talk amongst ourselves. We'll get some just, baby wipes for Cody. I'm He's, just so sad. It is very sad and okay. weird. May I be bold? <laughs> I've do seen have, you do it. Do we have any choice? Yes. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would like to open the frame and take the painting out. Sure. What do we got on the back? Nails? No. Uh, yeah, it's nails. I think. A little tacks. Let me see if I've got something I can like use. All right, Peter and I will 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 discuss. Yeah, vamp. Um, <laughs> Peter, uh, you wonderfully have no qualms about telling me I'm crazy, and that's the reason that we're good friends. Sure. Is this an interesting painting to you? Is this just, you? You do not typically see a painting that, first of all, it does not look like a joke. It does not look like something that you buy for Halloween and hang on the wall. This looks like something that. Was in Life magazine or something. It's. I mean, I don't know how to put it. I don't find it 
I mean, you know, it's not. I'm not looking for a copy to put on my own wall. Well, I. Yeah. But it's. I don't find it as weird as you do. Okay. And part of that may be. Uh, because you're the actually the ghost of a Victorian child. Well, because I, I, you know, way back when in a, a previous life, I mean, I was a grad student in English literature, and 19th century was my. Right, was, Dude, Cody. Was my time thing. out, Cody. Do you want to take off the headphones and go see if they have a needle nose? Oh no, no, I've, I've got most of it done already. Yeah, oh, he, okay. he's, he's 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 working it. I was going to say the weirdest part about it for me is that the frame is very old. The nails are very old and rusty, but the cardboard is like. Feels newish, huh? But the nails don't look like they've been bent or anything. But I don't. Okay. Maybe maybe cardboard just survives better. Maybe, maybe. Also, did cardboard exist? Maybe it's not cardboard. Then I don't know. This is definitely card. This is corrugated cardboard. Let's take it out. Let's. Yeah, we'll keep working on. What were you saying, Peter? Go ahead. I, I mean, the Victorians were weird. Yeah, morbid. Uh, you know. By the way, that went all the way to the top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, Queen Victoria. Oh boy, God. The, well, the stories Cody could tell you about no. Queen Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm his, sorry, I'm with you. I just like yeah, his Queen great Vi- aunt. Queen Victoria was wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, she was herself a deeply morbid person. Uh, she looks it. Yeah, well, because her husband died, and she, mm-hmm. you know, wore black for several decades afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um. So mourning was part of the national framework. I mean that you know your your monarch was very publicly in mourning for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you've also got so I mean I think that was that was part of it. There's also, I mean, so I mean I I don't know how much I want to attribute to to you know, it, it, just her, but like it was part of, you know, like in other words, did she lead it or was she just part of this, for lack of a better term, zeitgeist of uh, obsession with death? You know, Queen Victoria had an entire collection of photographs of dead people um, that they discovered after she died. Now, to be clear, this wasn't like her own private fetish. Uh Photography was new, and the how to put it social contract around things that you could take pictures of was not quite as set. So it was not uncommon for people to take pictures with deceased loved ones. Yes, the funeral took place in your home. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. had the wake in your parlor, mm-hmm. and so there's. You know, there have been books published, and there are all of these. I have a collection of these okay. photographs. Okay, yeah. Yes. It's, you know, there. you're taking pictures with the dead baby or, uh, yes. you, you know, or Aunt Tilly or, you know, or Aunt Tilly because it's England. But um, so, and I mean, I, I also want to say that in some ways it's a more honest relationship. I mean, mm-hmm. I if you have a pet. I agree. Unless something horrible happens to you, you will outlive that pet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, burying Fido was a not uncommon occurrence. Part of life. Yeah. So why not paint a picture of it? Again, not not exactly my cup of tea, but, you know, given... I mean, if you're taking pictures with 
you know, the baby who died when she was six days old. Mm -hmm. This is not out of character. Well, first of all, here's an interesting fact uh, just to throw in there. Not only did they take pictures of deceased relatives for keepsakes and memories, right? But they also had a dead man stand. They they had a, a an iron stand that you could make the body yeah sit up sit up yeah yeah to get the picture taken right you know? well which is also used for live people in the early days of photography because you couldn't to hold them still yeah because yeah. you can move here Cody now has this picture out of the frame yes uh, also I will say that there was an older piece of cardboard type material between the cardboard and this which makes uh-huh. me think that was the original. Cardboard. Backing. Yeah, the original okay. backing. So, uh, so right up top, this is a poster, not an actual painting. Well, I didn't think it was an actual painting. Right, right. I thought it might have been an actual like coloring of some kind. Okay. But it's a it's a printed poster. Uh, it says in the corner, copyright 1909 by James Lee, Chicago, Illinois, uh, and it says death of poor Fido. But yeah, it's a whole it's a whole picture they just put in an oval frame. So it wasn't an yeah. oval picture yeah, yeah. originally. The point of, oh, I see the wording now. It's kind of in the yeah, grass at yeah. the bottom. Death of poor Fido, and then the copyrights down here. Right. Okay. So not not strictly speaking Victorian because. But uh, the yeah, that's but you know yeah, with within Edwardian spittin', yeah, yeah within spitting distance yeah and not English so you should just delete you know <laughs> what we just <laughs> talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. right yeah because Victoria didn't quite figure into it but but again I mean like look you know culturally speaking you know especially with infant mortality yes right if you didn't have a sibling who died mm-hmm. you know in infancy or young childhood, you were unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is, it's, you know, I guess what I would say is this, the, what's different about this um, is that it's, it's a sentimental picture, meaning this is uh, not meant to say, you know, ah, the, you know, the shortness of life or anything like that. This mm-hmm. is, uh, let's appreciate these children, mm-hmm. you know, the, these these sweet, innocent children who are just burying their pet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, the, which, the death uh, of poor Fido is the title. Poor Fido is pretty, yeah. Yeah, but, but, let, me yeah, throw, but let me throw this in there because I'm, again, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing darts at a board because sure. I don't, this is not something I know anything about. Um. Do do you think do you get the feeling when you look at that that there's an adult is going look at these poor kids like like an adult would not feel this much I, sympathy for an aunt which would go in turn with 1909 or whenever that right. was yeah. well I mean I think I think the painting to go off of what Peter was saying I think the painting itself could be Victorian because the print is that like that could, that could just be a, an American copyright for the print for 1909 be. because copyrights are national but. Um, because yeah, I will say that there was an American, there was an American obsession with Victorian things, and also there was a, the there was a big Victorian thing of just kind of like showing daily life of the of like the average person to some extent. Mm-hmm. That was a thing, uh, and so there is, like, I think it could just be like it's just a you know day in the life kind of a thing of a, of a very specific day. It's a a, a guy's bailing hay, uh, someone's doing the laundry. Yeah. And these kids are burying a dog. Yeah, that was that kid. That, that was their day, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. I see no reason to doubt that this is Chicago and that this is, you know, I, I mean, you're right. It's possible that it's Victorian. Her, but her outfit's weird for 1909 America. Well, it's it's. That's my only thing. Unless they're unless they're supposed to be rich kids or something. Yes, yeah, they're very clearly supposed to be rich kids. These yeah, are, yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. They're rich kids, and it's possible someone in Chicago painted it. You know, as rich kids in England, maybe and look at them bearing this dog. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's clearly how I put it. The wall suggests uh, that this is an estate. If you will, yes, you sure. Know, in other words, yeah. That's what it's I a very too. large yard. Yeah. This is a rich property. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, uh, it. I don't think, you know, again, this. Uh, it's been a while, but I don't think this was originally a painting per se. This looks like a lithographic print, right? So that it was done on the lithographic stone, um, and then printed from that hmm. um what do you think you think it was for sale in a store like yeah you go into a you you know you buy a couch and a and and this is you know you can buy this painting to hang on your wall okay yeah me, i mean it's it's it yeah i mean you know it's 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 a lithographic print these things are are uh you know common mm-hmm. um there there are all sorts of sets of illustrations you know it wouldn't surprise me for instance uh to find out that this is one of a series right so that there's that's exactly i had that thought too yeah i had that thought too there, there are lots of times where they do uh i i own some of these where they did um here are uh heroines from dickens mm-hmm. novels here's a set yes. of uh yes. engravings um, and you know none of them illustrated uh, from the actual books. It's just you know here's a picture of Nell and here's a picture of you know um, you know very various you know uh, I can't remember the name of the woman from Bleak House. Someone will will correct me. But right. it, it, you, know, you, you get four of these, and then you can put them on a nice tableau. This is a little bigger. Right. Yeah. But you could easily see. Imagine going up a staircase and you've got four of these. Well, the ones I see all the time in the series that you're talking about, I see these. Oh, very, very, very common are the seasons. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. they have yeah. seasons, you know, and like Peter said, they're smaller. They're not that size. Yep. You know, I also see stages. It's called stages of life. And they have children, middle aged, old age. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. And they're, you know, you have them all and you collect them and you put them all on the wall and they're eight by ten, maybe right. a little larger. You know, I, if this I, was if this was one of those, it feels to me like I would see the other ones. There, uh, but that's assuming uh, maybe I mean, they sold poorly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I was going to say. I mean, that's nobody wanted to, to buy the death ones. Or the or the death one is the one that survived. Or you see you have seen other ones in this series. Uh, they've just been broken up, so you haven't. Yeah, you're not necessarily needed. You know, if you if you, if moving forward from today, you went around, you might you might recognize them now because you've been looking at that one specifically and thinking. Okay, well let's. I well I also want to say I did I did I was just looking up real quick because yes. um, 
the the Chicago the time period and and Fido reminded me of Abraham Lincoln's dog who died the year that he died, and I so I was just looking it up to see if if Abraham Lincoln's dog was a Jack Russell, but it wasn't. It was a yellow mixed dog because I thought there could have maybe been a concept of like children burying the president's dog, and then that would have been like an idea of like kind of Weird. an American because Chicago in the ni- early nineteen hundreds. I was just thinking like oh that was kind of a that would have maybe and Fido. Fido's a very generic dog name, but also it was famously. I love the Lincoln's fact that dog. your brain went there. I, I just never thought there was a chance. Yeah, gone to that. So they shot Lincoln's dog. Too? No, the dog just died the I year he died. Sorry, that was a joke. Oh yeah, yeah. John Wilkes Booth went, and your dog too, <laughs> and your dog, and that dirty little dog. Six six semper cannabis. Uh, exhibit B. Sure. Right. I uh, this. I found after the the one we've already discussed is the first one I found. I don't know eight or nine years ago. I don't remember when it okay. was. Okay, but in Michigan. And then I'm where in, they hate uh, dogs. <laughs> what is, did I miss that joke? I what? said Michigan where they hate dogs. Yes, this is yeah. They celebrate the death. So then I'm in another junk shop a few years later, and I find this, which I'm going to now hand to Peter. Okay, so this is, again, it, it, so about a little bigger than the other one. Um, you know, maybe a little bit, but it's more like, again, two feet by one and a half feet, only this is yeah. landscape, not portrait. It's a dark wood frame with gold uh, ornamentation right around the frame, and then, you know, the four corners. And in this picture, we have... Uh, three children in a what appears to be a rural uh, setting. Again, they are all nicely dressed. Uh, three children, uh, a little girl uh, standing on a, a small platform. It looks like she's just outside the barn uh, in a uh, blue striped jumper. Uh, a girl in the middle uh, with uh, some really nice flowers this time, Cody. Oh, okay. uh, artfully Thank arranged. You. God. Yes. She's in. She's got a, a little bonnet, and she is dabbing her eyes with a handkerchief. She's wearing a, a red striped skirt. Wait, quick question. How's the handkerchief? Uh, the handkerchief uh, appears to be lacy. The, mm, I mean, again, that's the, not a great handkerchief. These, I mean, it's uh, a nice handkerchief, but it's not a good handkerchief. No, uh, but I would say uh, once again, these are children who are dressed in nice clothes. These are sure. Not, well, they're yeah, they're wealthy landowners. Kind of. I mean, there are lambs in the background. Oh God. There's a there, <laughs> what? there's a creek in the background. There's a How's the creek? Uh high. So, mm. you know, it's been raining. Okay. Um you know, some uh red slate roofed houses, but sort of cottage like in the background. Oh. Uh and a uh suspiciously uh rustic fence. Like it's so rustic that it makes you think, you know, uh, that's that's a little on the nose. Like they aged the, the fence. Well, um, more specifically, the artist was like, "I'm going to make sure that they know how rustic this is." Here, <laughs> here's a fence where not a single join is at ninety degrees. Like this thing looks like. Oh wow! You know, uh, there was a crooked man who made a crooked fence. Yeah, and once again. Uh, a boy with a flat spade is starting to dig a hole. There is a straw hat next to him, so he has clearly taken off the straw hat. Is he burying the hat? 
Nope, he's burying a bunny. Oh, not a bunny. Sorry, Cody. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh. A short-eared... How's the hat? The hat <laughs> is... Uh, you know, it's it's a straw, yeah. wide-brimmed hat. So, I mean, is this is, fin- again... Is it finished or unfinished in terms of the brim? Uh, the brim is finished, okay, and it also has a, it has a fetching ribbon. What's the color of the ribbon? Uh, is anybody else listening to this enjoying Cody's <laughs> comments as much as uh, I am? The, the ribbon does match... I am match. loving Cody's comments right I'm just, now. I'm just trying to focus on the things. Yeah, the, 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 the ribbon does match uh, the finishing of the brim, so... Okay, you know, so that's something. Yeah. And it's uh, the ribbon and brim uh, finishing are both of a uh, brown color, matching Whoa, the. What kind of brown? Uh, it's a dark brown, which matches the boy's suit. By the way, it's very it's, okay. Like it, a chestnut or like a. Like no, darker mahogany. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, there is there is some artistically strewn hay Ugh. around again because <laughs> you're going to we're going to really lean into yeah. the bucolic nature of this. Oh my god. And. Yeah, it's, you know, again, it's three kids. Uh, the boy is doing the the manual labor again. because sure. They don't know. call it manual labor for nothing. No. They don't call it what manual labor? <laughs> and, yeah, they're bearing, they're bearing a bunny. Oh. Okay, oh. can I make a comment right now before we discuss this? Yeah. I would like to apologize in the future to Cody's wedding planner. <laughs> Okay. If you're listening, <laughs> Cody's wedding planner, if you're listening, from my heart, I'm sorry. Have patience. He's <laughs> worth it. Have patience. I, I'm just very particular. And, and it should be said for the record, by the way, this is uh, another lithographic print, but both in terms of... Uh, Composition and artistic skill and execution of the print is of a much, much higher quality uh, than the last one. And clearly not in a series with that one. No. This is not the same artist. Oh, no, 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 no. What no. kind of flowers no. are they? Uh, they appear... Um, you know what? I'm going to leave this to the expert here. Take a look. All right. Um, but, I mean, this is, you know... The, oh, the, God. <laughs> Yeah, Cody is revolted. Oh, that rabbit. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, as opposed to the previous one, and I think this has largely to do with the skill of the artist, not mm-hmm. about any sort of cultural moment, these are children that are uh, heartbroken. Yes. In a way that the facial expressions in the last one were hard to read, but I think mm-hmm. to Cody's point, that's because the artist wasn't nearly as good. Um, if also, you look at the grain of the I, wood in the like yeah. in, of the barn in the yeah. back, that's yeah. very well. The that's plants very are well also done, done differently. Uh, this one's also titled "Last Honors to Bunny." Yeah, my wife will put the first one with the dog bearing the dog. Mm-hmm. There's a a dark humorous feel to that one. It, it's not oh, yeah. no one's crying in that picture really. It's a. Uh, that one's yeah, that one's weirder. But I it's again, weirder. yeah, the the first yeah. one's weirder. But I think that's also just because uh, it's the lack of the skill of the artist. I agree. And I, this one is yeah. more, much more desperately sad. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, again, I think this was meant to cause how to put it a, a certain sentimental pathos in the viewer, meaning mm-hmm. like you know, oh. 
you know, look at these children who are so sad over a bunny. And there's an undercurrent that's like, because they don't know what real sadness is. And that, what you're saying right now, Peter, is bingo, bingo. That, that's where, that's how I read both of these. Yeah. The second one being much more obvious because of the, the talent level. Yeah, yeah. But no, the, the, these are, these I think are very clearly, you know, the reason that these are sentimental is look at how sad these children are over something relatively minor. Yes. It's a dead bunny. It's a dead bunny. It's a dead dog. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. if you, once you grow up, then you won't. You'll put away childish things. Yes. As you're burying loved ones who are human. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I see both of these as a comment on these adorable children, like yeah. you said, misplacing their sadness on wasting on the... It, and it's, it's a perverse way of... It's like having a picture of kids playing house, right? Yeah. I'm going to be the mom and you're going to be the dad. We are going to enact mourning mm-hmm. as a ritual, but in a childhood way. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't that sweet? Isn't that silly? Isn't that adorable yeah. that they're doing this? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not sure I go with, with... I mean, it's not meant to... I'm not getting silly as in, you know, these these ninnies. No, I don't get that. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. I don't get that. I They, they are... Oh, look at these kids. Yeah, look, look at these kids. Isn't, you know, uh, at the end of the day... You know, their grief is over something relatively minor, but it is real to, you know, it's real grief to them. Like, it's not belittling yeah. the grief of the children. I would... Or, or yeah. I'd say it is kind of, because they are, there's a little little bit of... In my, I read it as a little bit of mockery. Like, uh. I, re, I remember childhood, and I was... I, I wasted my emotion like that. A little bit... I'm not talking full-blown. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, but, the, but that... Yeah, I mean, that's the... You know, that's the sentiment of it. Like, you know, here are these children. Yeah, the tragedy but, um, of children. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, yes. you know, I mean, certainly in the in the second picture, you know, these are heartbroken children, and the the painting is honestly depicting that. You know, yeah. There, the, you know, there is an indication that. Uh, I put it. I don't know that I'd even want to say that the grief is misplaced. It's that this is. You know, when you are seven, this is the worst thing that has ever happened. Yeah. And there's an indication that, like, yeah, you, you know, experience death a lot. Yeah, or this is the first one. Yeah, this is, this, a, this this is, is you know, this is the pudding. Skin. This, this is Old Yeller, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. look, the kid in Old Yeller, you know, ended up putting down a lot more dogs in his lifetime, but Old Yeller oh, was the on. first one. What? Sorry, sorry, that's... sorry, Cody. Uh, I, I re- go uh, ahead, Cody. I was gonna just say real quick. First of all, uh, the young girl, the young blonde girl, that's the one not holding the flowers, looks a lot like a young Betty Davis from Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. <laughs> um, and two, if anyone wanted to know, the flowers are either Larkspur or Amaranth. I can't really tell because it's a little fuzzy, but I'm guessing somewhere around that family. Sure. Now, I don't, I, I don't know my flowers uh, as well as you, Mister Melcher. Sure. Are those uh, symbolic in some way. I mean, like you know, Lily. I know. I can. I know. I. I. I know. Amaranth has some history. I don't think I've ever heard of those flowers. Um. Ah. Neither one of the ones you mentioned. I know roses. You know carnations. Yeah, the know trash carnations. flower. If you pointed to one and said, "What is that?" I probably would get it wrong. But I know. I know carnations exist. 
Well, okay, I know so the word. so larkspur, the type of flower that larkspur is, um, is actually poisonous. So this actually is interesting. They're poisonous, and also domestic sheep are not affected by the toxins in them, which is only what? interesting because of the sheep in the background. Sure. You think coincidence there? I don't like maybe the rabbit ate the flowers and died. No, you think nah. the artist put that in there as symbolism or something? Flower, yeah. He was like, someday in the future, a, 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 a sad man is going to go, hey, I wonder if this is a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, I, well, I'm trying to look up amaranth. I read it, Peter, as Cody's looking this up. I do definitely, especially after I found the second one, I read it as you have a painting of a kid marking his height in the kitchen, and yeah. you make a painting. Oh, look at this is adorable. How obsessed the the height, you know. Oh, look at them bearing a dog. Oh, look at them on their first bicycle ride. Look at. Right, right. I mean, there, there's a. How do I put it? This could be in a series of, you know. Uh, it, well, how put it? It's proto Norman Rockwell. It's it's right. it's mining the same. Uh, that's yes. what I was trying to get to yes. earlier. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. But I also read it from the reverse of. I see it as kind of a, you know, like my dad, my father, hilariously would say to me, "I don't understand why you would get a cat." When I was young, no one got a cat. They showed up. You, <laughs> Cats just came to your house, and you kicked them out of the way as you walked out the door. I mean, you they lived in the barn. You know, when they died, you you threw them in the woods. I don't... So... It, I see it a little bit as that. As like, now, since 1909 was the first one, uh, you know, we're talking 100 plus a few years, right? Sure. Now, adults are sentimental, just like children, about the animals, but not back then. So... Absolutely. Right. No, I mean... Right. I, Especially this being in a, a, a rural setting, right? Yes. You know, this was the bunny. Uh, a bunny the, died on a farm. How? Well, and also, like, you know, this was the bunny that the children cared about as opposed to the other ten in the hutch that became dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. This is the one they became attached to. I mean, you know, yeah. Although yeah. they didn't give him a name, and they still call him Bunny. Well, that's because they're dumb hicks. <laughs> they have a very nice creek, thank you. We, we managed to get to through fifty minutes without a judgmental call. Um, and I get, well, I just I, felt that like we're this is getting a little heavy. I thought I'd you know tell him I tell you how I really felt. My but son, also, by the way, this is hilarious to me. My son, who turns three next week, right? Um, he got a, a like a, a stuffed animal, right? You know, what was a dog, a stuffed animal. Okay, yeah, yeah. And my wife said, what are you going to name it? And he looked at my wife and goes, it's a dog. And she goes, what are you going to name it? And he goes, his name is Dog. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. the concept that you would—it's already been named, lady. Right. Yeah. Like, Look, I I worked I worked really hard to get dog down <laughs> and truck. <laughs> right. You know, it's like say, what kind of truck? I, it's a truck. Okay, it's I'm three. <laughs> Holy Christ! <laughs> right. When I when I was a kid, I had a hermit crab, and my mom asked me what I named the hermit crab, and I said I named it Cody, and she said you named it after yourself, and I said I am the hermit crab. Oh, and that that moment right there. That's it, what, when when, that's when the what documentary is, is made. <laughs> when the documentary is made, that moment is going to start the movie, and then there's going to be yeah. like bubbles. Hermit just, crab, the Cody Melcher story. Just it's going to define the rest of your life. So real quick, uh, did you do some, so, some searching? Uh, Victorians brought back the amaranth as a popular garden flower, and they gave it the name "Love Lies Bleeding." That's the nickname for it. Um, in the Victorian language of flowers, which is a whole other episode, uh, amaranth represents hopeless love. Okay. 
So yeah, that see, is that's, that's that's what I would have. That's know. on purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, Love's Lives Bleeding is uh, the worst teen comedy. That... <laughs> but the best. <laughs> I, I just took a drink when you said that, and I about lost it. But it's the best Beyonce song. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a really good uh, emo band. <laughs> Really good. I never thought I'd have. I've lived to the day where Stuart Huff brings up emo in a conversation. Well, that isn't emo Phillips, right? <laughs> that, that, yeah. If someone says emo, I automatically think Phillips. Oh sure. So I'm taking out the back. And Cody again. is working on this. Cody. Yeah, is, Cody's working on ruining your frames. You see, Co- oh, I fixed the last. I one. know. Cody and I have a similar kind of uh, curious obsession. <laughs> Did I get that right? Or yeah, it, you did. Yeah, yeah. So well done. We have the curious obsession. He he sees something, he wants to open it. He's just as interested in this stuff as I am. I mean, part of part of the irony, I think, in the in the painting, which or lithograph, I should say, um, is again because this is so clearly a farm setting or yes. or, or it seems rustic out of place. setting. Seems out of place to me. Uh, well, I I think what's interesting is you know the bunny is the one that they're showing their affection to there's a there's a sheep and two lambs in the background you know those are going to be dinner <laughs> right and it's like right you're going to pick you're going to pick your poison so to speak on the farm it's like well the bunny is a pet and those sheep are they're mutton you know that's <laughs> <laughs> they're mutton that's that <laughs> made me sad <laughs> That right there may be sad. Well, it's just you know you're gonna you're, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna pick you're gonna pick one animal on the farm that yeah. is your pet, and then the other ones that don't get names because you don't want to get too attached. See, that's kind of the way I see this thing is uh, there. Okay, let's say the adults in this lithograph. Okay, they mm. they they are oh look at those children outpouring such emotion on this dead yeah bunny it's a it's it's an exaggeration is you know and because they are fully aware the adults on this farm that sheep is going to die that that cow is going to die everything is you know this is you know yeah and but now my wife buys a certain type of chewy for our dog and it sleeps under the covers and i know peter has a pug that is it also sleeps under the covers. Yeah, it is. It is a family member. And yeah. damn you for making me admit that on a public podcast. Ah. I'm sorry, but yeah, I know. I know I'm sorry with, with, my, with my cat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our love now it's changed. Mm-hmm. It's this is another example of uh, you know I, I'm aware. Every time I look at this, I'm aware that that it's it's constantly moving. History, life, you know, the, norms. What's right? What's wrong? Constantly. Can you imagine? Seriously, can you imagine in 1909 telling another grown man that you have a pug that sleeps under the covers with you? No, I can't imagine it now. And I just I, did and it. I just yeah. made you come yeah. out. Yeah, you came out of the dog kennel. All right. <laughs> I made you admit it. I, we have a dog that its head sleeps on the pillow when I'm not there, and I still. My wife wants to take it to the dog spa. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. I am not ready for this. Yeah, okay. Dog spa in Athens? Yes, they have three. She researched them all. And they have some sort of purple massage thing that they do. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm not ready for that expenditure. $35 to, Hold, to, to run. Yeah, okay, b- yeah, you're, 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 you're entering a level that I... You you have crossed the the border to that undiscovered country that I am not going to follow you to, sir. Well, I 
I'm I'm happy to hear that. And I also welcome to this country. I live here. <laughs> Do you, yeah, yeah. I but, told my wife. I said I used the money excuse, which is a a, re, a realistic excuse. But I said we're not paying thirty five dollars. I we barely have any money at you all. Want me to we're not. Know you? I'll give you thirty five dollars <laughs> for that dog. Vin, vin money. Yeah. Uh, real quick. So it's uh, number fifteen thirty eight. Uh, and then the text is really small, so all I can read is electro, and then there's two words that look like it might be a name, um, and then it's copyright 1905 by McLaughlin Bros. Huh, so 1905, 1909. So we're we're yeah. right smack dab in the same period. Right, and I guess what I, you know, I, talking about how it shifts, I mean, yes, the, uh, no, you know, the adults looking at this, would uh, think this is an overabundance of emotion for a bunny. Yes. Um, and quite honestly, you know, they would also, I mean, you know, yes, they valued animal life significantly less and also children's lives significantly less. I right. mean, that's that's another piece of it, which is, yes, you know, uh, you know, 1905, you can't imagine, you know, wasting a lot of, grief and tears over a pet and you've also probably buried a child or two mm-hmm. um so, so the, therefore a bunny seems really yeah yeah insignificant but i feel like your i feel like your position on this story would come through a lot more for me if there were an adult present in the painting that was like working or something or giggling not giggling. Yeah, like, that would be I, oh but like if there was like a if they a, were giggling if there's like an adult working in the background but an adult painted this Yes. Lith- yeah, and made a lithograph out of it. And adults purchased it and put it on their wall. Yeah, but and, and this is but this is also you know sentimentality around children, which was mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. And I mean, time. who's to say that you didn't put that in your kids' room for some reason? Well, it is in my kids. No, actually, okay. <laughs> actually, the the first one is the only one that my wife will let me hang on the wall. The second one with the bunny is too sad; she doesn't want to see it. Wait, why is the dog fine? But well, because is... and I agree with her on this. The first one. Probably, and Peter's right, I think, it's it's a lack of lesser talent or whatever, but it has a, it's brighter, it's not yeah. as dark, it's not as detailed. The kids aren't as weird and pale. They're not really, yeah, they're not yeah, the weird and pale. Yeah, the kids in this one are like, look like a Tim Burton short. Yes. Yeah, or it looks like the kids from uh, The Others with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, you know, yeah. these kids have been dead all along. Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, but to be clear, like, they are... You know, all, all joking aside, they're, you know, the classic porcelain skin with the rosy cheeks. That's mm-hmm. that's how you portray Which is children. Just creepy. It's creepy to us. I mean, that's but that's yeah. That's how the that's whatever know, happened, to baby Jane. That and that's yes. that's just how that's how children are portrayed. I mean, they were all it's, yeah. It's creepy to us now, just the same as uh, a dog dying, a, a Fido dying is sad to an adult now. Yes, you know. Um, Oh, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> Cody just had a I, big sigh. I, I just, I just thought of my dog. <laughs> when she died when I was living in L.A. Um, I, I you know, I, I think part of it. I mean, there, there is part of me that says, you know, I mean, you know, there's a certain mawkish sentimentality, but there, there's also a, a little bit more honesty about this than I agree you know, with you. I mean, part of the reason that, you know, we don't have dead children. And nearly to the extent that they did at the time, and that allows us to have emotional room for our pets that was a luxury 
Yes. You know, I mean, part of part of the, you know, yes, ch- you know, ah, uh, the innocence of children is that, you know, grief for a pet, especially a frickin' bunny, which has a life expectancy of only a couple of years, yeah, usually, mm-hmm. is a luxury that an adult could not afford. Right, and to back that point up, I, you know, we, we were talking about death photographs earlier. You, yeah. you have a picture of a, of a deceased child or, or, or a loved one, and you take a picture. I'll tell you what's much rarer than that, and when I see them, they're pricey, is a, you know, an old photograph of a, of, of a pet. A, sure. A live oh, pet. Oh, sure. Yeah, you wouldn't waste good you money waste on a dog. Right. Or you, right. Well, also just getting a pet to stay still enough because even an advanced right. photography in Victorian era would have still needed to stay still for like a little bit. Yeah. But I do see them every once in a while, a, you know, a dog sitting on a chair. Mm-hmm. And my first thought is they had money. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're getting a picture of your dog. You're, you know, you've got, you got, like Peter said, you have enough time to care about a dog. Right. Yeah. You clearly don't have 12 kids and a farm to run. And, and, you know, that sort of, I mean, that stereotype exists now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you know, the little old lady with a pug that she dotes on, mm-hmm. you know, is a, you know, it's still a cliche that we have, that we use. And part of that is, you know, oh, look at this ridiculous old lady. She dotes on her dog because she has nothing else to love. Right. The, right? the crazy cat the, the crazy cat lady is yeah. the exact same thing. You know, only, you know, it's always strange to me that, like, the cliche of like you know, the old dowager with her Pekingese, right? That is always a a singular animal, right? Whereas yeah. the crazy cat lady, it's not. It's a, it's a lot of cats, right? I mean, <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's always not like really one, about the animal as much as the lady. The crazy old lady with the dog has one dog. One the crazy dog. old lady with the cats has a hundred cats, <laughs> right? Because and, and for whatever reason, that's how that cliche has evolved and i don't know if it's because you know well you know who who gets that excited about one cat you know i mean like (laughs) hey hey, whoa whoa (laughs) you just stepped all over cody (laughs) well so part of it's also that cats you're supposed to kind of get more than one usually because they're they socialize better with other cats and it usually helps them out and then the, probably the other thing is that uh, it's just easier to hoard cats. You just put a litter box. You put a right, right. Litter yeah, no, that's, out, that's exactly true. Right. You, yeah. You're, you're not walking a hundred. You're not walking a hundred dogs. Right. But you can have a hundred right. cats, and yeah, because your house smells in nine but minutes. If you watch yeah. Hoarders, you know. the amounts of people who hoard cats. I've I, I've I've yet to see an episode of Hoarders where someone's hoarding dogs, but I've seen several where they're like finding dead cats under stuff all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't watch Hoarders because I don't identify with it. <laughs> <laughs> It's the dark. It's the dark I, mirror the, of Stuart's yes, life. It's I the dark end of my obsession. I literally only watch hoarders when I'm cleaning um, out my apartment. Really? Because I you, use it. Oh, as, is that a joke? Or are you serious? No, I'm dead serious. Because I use it as motivation. That's because fantastic. I, I, have, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. And I I have hoarding tendencies. That's fantastic. And I have so many collections. So I watch hoarders to like get, to remind myself like this could be you if you don't get rid of stuff right now. That's, I love the way you're using that. Yeah. Uh, I have. Uh, I'll bring up one thing. We're we're gonna we're coasting to an ending here, but um, <laughs> if I may interject, by the way, yes, uh, as a mild counter narrative, uh, my dog was rescued from a hoarding situation. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, she was one of, I think it was like sixty-two dogs. Wow. Oh, so uh, there are dog hoarders. Was she yeah. rescued by you? 
she was not rescued by us. She was rescued by an organization mm-hmm. that like put the pictures online. Mm-hmm. I think uh, this was an uh, so it's you know a different pew of the same church again. Um, I think that there was an attempt that this was like supposed to be like a breeding farm, which yeah. is often okay. how dog hoarding gets okay. done. That makes sense because, because she is full bred. She's full blooded pug. She is full blooded pug, and yeah. has and has <laughs> clearly had puppies at some point. A litter. Okay. Now she is very small, even for a pug. Right. So there's we can't think that there's any way that those puppies survived because she's mm-hmm. just not that big yeah. and the puppies would then Teacup be smaller because that's how yeah um but yeah when she was rescued we have pictures she was not like this when we got her um she had oh, developed start some... describing it cody close the ears uh, well she's okay now that's the good news yeah okay um she basically had no hair from the bottom of her head down because oh. she had gotten some sort of skin infection or something yeah. like that and so it was sort of like a mange situation where she was she looked like a plucked chicken i mean you know there's a dog mm. head and then there's this plucked chicken body right uh when we got her she was the hair was scrubby and we thought well this is going to be it now you know like charlie brown's christmas tree she's been loved <laughs> and now she sheds so Just like charlie brown's christmas yeah she got a little love and then her hair grew back yeah, my wonderful wife, who has uh, a bad taste in picking out animals, yeah, called me one day when I was on the road and said, or actually sent me a text of a photograph of an adorable kitten, an orange kitten that had hair like Albert Einstein's, and with a question mark underneath the picture. Oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> I mean, look, I love animals. I do. I love animals. Okay, but. I'm trying to make a living here. You know, right. we're, we're, her and I are trying to, you know, pay the bills. And now you're, you, you know, I look at it and I know you're not going to like this, but I look at it as if you're bringing something in that is going to cost us continuous money month after month after month, then what comfort is it bringing me? Right. You know what I mean? Well, I get, <laughs> yeah, I get that in a utilitarian sense. I yes. And, yeah. but I'm at, I'm at that level of income where right. I need to think like that well, or else I'm going to rescue everything. And that goes back to the cat hoarding thing is I think that part of the reason why it's also just more common and easier to hoard cats is they're very low maintenance. Uh, and also they, most cats are kind of withholding of love. So I think like if you, you know, you get a couple of dogs, then it's like, oh, I filled the hole. But if you get a bunch of cats, they're going to, you know, go off. Each one gives you 4% of love. Yeah. Yeah. So you need 90 of them. But with cats, you just need to put out a litter box. You're supposed to clean it regularly, but most hoarding situations, they don't take care of that. You Mm -hmm. you just put food out for them and they just wander around, take care of themselves. Like you don't have Mm -hmm. to take them outside. You don't have to walk them. Right. Uh, They, they, they get sick at a much lower rate than dogs do. So like with a cat, you have to take it to the vet like once a year. And most of the time, they just check it out, and they go, yep, looks good, and then move on. My cat has dental problems. Of course he does, because he's my child. So right. he, he was, his fangs were being shot out of his face. It's the worst X-Men superpower. His, he, his body was rejecting his fang teeth. All right, I'm going to end this episode by telling you a, a beautiful cat story. Are you ready, Cody? Uh, it maybe. Is, it, you were, you were going to like this. Okay. Then we're yes. going to end on a positive. We've been talking about dead animals and kids burying dead animals in Victorian clothes with inappropriate flowers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. which, to be fair, if you're going to bury an animal, do it in Victorian clothing, but get I, better flowers. Yeah. But we've put the listener through a lot. 
I mean, you about had a breakdown when Peter was describing the painting and you had 92 questions. Yeah, well, I mean, it was a travesty. So I was doing a, a one-nighter. I was doing shows in uh, Jackson, Tennessee, which Ooh, comics, boy. if anybody's listening, say no to that gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I go back to the hotel uh, demolished emotionally, you know, regretting every decision. And I'm laying on the bed reading a book and I hear a tiny little meow. Oh. Thank you. Tiny little meow. And at first I'm thinking it might just be a loud meow in the distance, mm -hmm. right? Sure. <laughs> and it keeps up and keeps... I open the door. It is a tiny kitten standing at my door, meowing at the top of her lungs. Loud for the tiny kitten that she was. I mean, this is... Right. I was even trying to decide, is this still bottle feeding? Are we at... I don't know. You know, it's a tiny, tiny kitten, you know? Wiry, white... Uh, fur, but you can still see the pink. Mm -hmm. So, oh god, I was single at the time. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I get a cat on the road. I'm on the road. I need a cat. I I take the cat in. Mm. I go down to the 24 hour grocery store. I buy some cream. I get some things. I do some googling. I you know okay. Fast forward, the cat is with me on the road. I have the cat in my apartment. You know, this cat has the loudest meow. It is it is god awful, hideous meow. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't. There's no musicality to it at all. It's not on pitch. <laughs> this is hideous, you know. And I so I named it Doctor Thunder, uh -huh, which sure. is the Walmart brand of Doctor Pepper. Oh, okay. I named it nice. Doctor Thunder Checks because out. of the meow, yeah. right? So one day I'm in a junk shop. I'm tying this story, a cat story, in with a junk shop story. I'm loving. Well it. done. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm wondering if the yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm in a junk shop. I see a tuba. Hello. How much is the tuba? What? $20 for a tuba? You know, this is crazy. A sousaphone, I guess, is the technically. Oh, so Well, that's $20 then. Is yeah. the sousaphone? Yeah, that's, which, a, that's a high class about, tuba. It's a high class tuba, a smaller tuba. Which one is the one that wraps around the, the body and comes with a big... That's a boa constrictor. All right, all right. <laughs> I <laughs> that was yes. Uh, anytime Peter John Burns is, is on the schedule, <laughs> go see the man work his comedy magic. <laughs> it is well worth it. He's a very funny comedian. Um, I buy the tuba. It's twenty dollars. I have no desire or talent musically at all, but it's twenty dollar tuba. Yeah, sure. Once or twice in my life, yes. To that is what I say. I put the tuba in the car. You know, it's in the back of my car. You know, I get home. I live in a small apartment, wood floors, right? And I get this tuba out, and I don't know how to play it, but I, I start trying to blow into this tuba. And, you know, I know there's a mouth thing. you got to... It's a mouthpiece, yeah. There, yeah, there, but there's a shape to the mouth you need to blow. You can't it's just... It's called an embouchure, yes. Embouchure? Okay. Embouchure, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I've been corrected Victorian style. <laughs> Finally, I start getting a sound out of this tuba, right? And this cat loses her mind. And she's sitting on the floor. I'm sitting on the floor with this tuba. I'm just sitting there. And every time I blow into this tuba, this cat freaks out. Like Not just like, like I mean, this cat jumps up and runs into another room freaking out. Right. And I'm, what is going on? You know, I've... The cat has never come when I called her name. She's never responded, but she's a cat, right? Mm -hmm. 
And then I figure out she's responding to the vibrations of the floor. She's deaf. She's completely deaf cat, right? I don't know why I, I didn't. I mean, she wasn't 19. It's not like I didn't. But, you know, she was right. still a kitten. But it didn't occur to me she was deaf. I thought she was a cat not responding. I mean, that's what cats do, right? But anytime I would walk across the floor, I, then I then all of a sudden it hit me like, oh, when I open the door and it creaks, she doesn't even turn around to look at me. But when I step in, then she jumps up and looks at me. And then I start putting two and two together. And then I start blowing this tuba. And every time I really hit a, a you know, it freaks out. Okay. So <laughs> I have a deaf cat on my hands. Sure. Also, yeah. it's the first time you've ever gotten pussy after a show. Oh, my God. Good NPR. That, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. We need an editing moment. Three, <laughs> two, one. Back with. <laughs> water, kitten, Water. <laughs> So now I'm I'm in my apartment. I open the door. This is six months later, ish, whatever. And the cat runs out. Aww. I have a deaf cat running around the streets. I'm, you know, I oh god, I've got. Right, you can't call it. I can't call it. Right now I got to go. So I start to go get the cat, and the cat sees me coming, runs further away. They, they do that. Right, runs down to a neighbor's house underneath their truck. I see the cat run underneath a truck in the neighbor's driveway, right? And so I walk down there. I get down on my hands and knees, look under the truck, don't see the cat. Maybe the cat climbed up into the truck, you know, under the end. I get under the truck. I'm looking. Don't see the cat. I'm on the ground, right, looking around. I, I, I get out from under the truck. I go to their backyard. I'm looking around their backyard. No, I saw the cat run under the truck. I know I did. I get back under the truck, look around. I can't see the cat. I'm on the ground. Then I see the cat in the road, okay? So I get out from under the truck. I begin to go get the cat in the road. Cat's running away. I'm chasing it, blah, blah, blah. Cop cars pull up. Two cop cars, right? Get out. Guns pulled. Get on the ground. Hit the ground. Hit the ground. Hit the ground. What? 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 What are you? What's going on? Hit the ground now. Hit the ground now. Face to the pavement. I get down. They cuff me. Guy puts his foot in my back. Cuffs me. Radios. We have him. We have the perp in, in you know custody. Blah, 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 what? And the whole time I'm excuse me. I don't know what's going on. Put me in the back of the of the cop car. Right. Not telling me what's going on. They're communicating. Then the neighbor with the truck comes out. The cops, the neighbor are talking. She's pointing at me. That's him. That's him. Okay, ma'am, blah, blah, blah. They get back in the car. Well, and I've got a cop in the car, and I'm in the back in cuffs. And I'm, I'm saying, uh, excuse me, sir, could you please just tell me what's going on, please? Because I, I have a deaf cat. What? What, what? what? I have a cat that is deaf. She got out. I'm trying to find her. She's well, There she is. There's, I turn around. The cat is mocking me, sitting in the road, staring at me in the back of the cop car, right? So the cop finally tells me, he says, uh, we got a report that you came to the lady's house down the street with a sawed-off shotgun, and you were in her backyard, and you were booby-trapping her truck, and then you came up on her porch, and I sawed-off shotgun, what are you talking about? I'm in shorts and a T-shirt. I don't have a sawed-off shotgun, blah, blah. And so I said to the cat, to the cop, I said, look, I'll sit here for as long as you need, whatever. Will you please just get out and get my cat, put it in my apartment, please, or bring it in here to the car, you know? 
So then I start, his door is open. He's talking to the other guy. I start calling the cat, Dr. Thunder, Dr. Thunder, Dr. Thunder. The cop looks at me and goes, it's deaf, you idiot. So the end of the story is the cop let me go. The cat just sat there and stared at me, you know, and then I I was able to get my cat and get her back in, in the apartment. But really frustrating day and hilarious. When he said that, I did laugh. Oh yeah. I'm an idiot. When you, when you write the great American novel in a Hemingway style about the story, you should call it, you should title it allowed meow in the distance. We're gonna end on that. That was that a was movable a per- fancy feast. A movable fancy feast. Oh boy! I would like to thank Cody Melcher and Peter John Burns for being here today. It was a pleasure, my friend. Check them out if you're listening. Uh, they're both fantastic comedians. Uh, Cody is taking a break right now. He'll be back. I know it. He's addicted. Thank you for listening. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt also wrote that sentence. If you want to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. You can visit our Facebook page also at Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. We'll post items of interest there, and you can chit-chat with other obsessives. I even stop by from time to time to see if I can buy anything from anybody. I've been Stuart Huff. If you've liked my obsession as much as I do, thank you very much for listening to me.